In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praying for the repose of David Waite. One of the questions that comes to my mind is, especially in thinking where he was laid to rest, which is where he re-engaged with Christianity, and that was up uh, outside of Lexington in beautiful bluegrass uh, countryside. How did someone like David Waite encounter the Orthodox Church? Someone who re-engaged with the Christian faith at the Disciples of Christ Church in Eastern Kentucky, which makes a lot of sense since the Disciples of Christ roots are from Eastern Kentucky, from Cambridge area. Who then wandered into the Episcopal Church, and then who wandered into the Roman Catholic Church, and then found himself in encountering the Orthodox Church. Well, today we have been commemorating and celebrating the Feast of St. Herman of Alaska. And it is especially through the work and the mission and sacrifice and life, the witness of St. Herman, that someone like David can encounter Orthodoxy here in the Knoxville area. Someone who, as far as I know, maybe heard of Orthodoxy, you know, like maybe, I know the first time I ever heard about Orthodoxy was in high school, and it was in a random history class, and because of the way that I grew up, I was very certain from the way I was formed of the church that I was in was the right one, and I had a, co- a coach who was teaching this class, so I don't know what your experiences with coaches and teaching classes were, but there's a lot of free time. Uh, so we had a lot of conversations, and we're supposed to be doing history. And all I remember was uh, a medieval, we're supposed to do medieval studies or something. Uh, the world set on fire or something like that is a famous textbook, I think. Uh, and so we're going back about the Christian churches. He said, and he was Roman Catholic, and he said, well, if you really want to know what the original church is, you should go check out the Orthodox Church. And so my 16 or 17 year old self is just like, what in the world are you talking about? How, what? Dude, could not compute. But it is in the work of someone like St. Herman of Alaska, whom we all know from the hymnody, from the icons, from the stories, who labored in complete obscurity for years and years and years, 40 odd years, in the wilderness of Alaska, the frontier of reality for the Russians and even for Americans, with people who he had just gotten to know, a language that he had to learn, and that after being sent, after he had already gone to a monastery, he thought, this is where I'm going to spend my life, that he traverses half of the world in order to serve in Alaska, where he came over with a group, if I remember correctly, 10 altogether, and through shipwreck, through sickness, all that was left was Herman. And what he had to do was tend to his garden, go get the, the 
sea kelp, the seaweeds to fertilize, and actually because the ground was actually pretty hard to grow things out of, to tend to his potatoes and other vegetables, to wear the deer skin that he wore, to write the letters defending those who had become his friends, the local Indians, the local Ayutes, the various tribes that were around in that area, some of the tribes who had killed at least one of his friends, that he writes letters to go halfway around the world to defend and to ask for help, that he would have church, although he was, if you're thinking that St. Herman was a higher monk, St. Herman was just a monk, so he went years without a priestly presence. Did that mean that he just gave up? No, he actually would hold church services. He would have, he would teach the, the hymnody. They would read from the epistle and the gospel. They would follow the church here. He would take care of orphans. He would, in every way possible, for people that he did not know, adopt and advocate and pour his life out in obscurity. His abbot knowing who he was, the local Russian officials knowing who he was, but for those that he befriended, he became Appa, grandfather, elder. This man who labored for years and years in obscurity and in great harshness. The first summer when he set up shop on Spruce Island, which he renamed New Balam out of his love for Balam Monastery, again, halfway across the world, he basically lived in a pit that he scraped out. And then eventually he kind of made a cave for himself to live in. This is why someone like David Waite could encounter the Orthodox Church, is men and women like St. Herman. Well, St. Herman is kind of one extreme. In many ways, he lived exactly like the early church of the Desert Fathers, with great fasting, with great self-sacrifice for others and hospitality, but also the men and women who followed after him, that he blazed a trail for them, and that is by his prayers and his intercessions and his presence and his running before us that we are all able to come to know God and to practice our faith within the Orthodox Church, to come to know God in all of his depth, not just kind of going along the surface, but like St. Herman, as much as was within our strength and by God's grace to imitate in our own little ways the path of the cross, that we ourselves would be able to offer prayers for David, whom we all remember quite fondly, missing his gravelly, deep voice in the bass section. That was, we do not forget in the Orthodox Church, and we ask God to remember us, and we sing in memory eternal that we continue regularly to remember all those who have fallen asleep in the faith. That is why we continue regularly, if you hear Matushka Olga, who was an inheritor of the faith of St. Herman, 
that as we prepare to canonize her, we are continuing to remember her among the departed, that she is a great example, image, echo of exactly the kind of life and example that St. Herman left, uh, that we, in just, hopefully, God willing, in a year or two, because it's going to take some time to prepare in Alaska, because if you know anything about Alaska, that is a harsh environment. Uh, and that her feast day is going to be when it's very cold outside. But that we continue to pray and ask for the intercessions for all of those who've gone on before us, who've laid the path for us, who have given us the great shining example that they are, and that they intercede for all of our loved ones, and that they intercede especially for us, that we may imitate them, that we may follow them just like Paul told those who are reading his epistles to imitate him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.